when you try to sell everyone, you sell no one. And so when I just went after my one thing, which I learned from like the real estate world, like Gary Keller, your one thing was short-term rentals. 75% of our business is short-term rentals. The other 25% is homeowners, elderly, people who are, you know, can't walk, disabled, like whatever it is, or capable people that just like, you know what, I'll pay $49 a month because I'm Jordan and I forget half the time and I just want my wife to be happy. Welcome to the Michigan Short-Term Rentals Podcast, the show about buying, optimizing, and managing short-term rentals in the state of Michigan. Get insights and recommendations from vacation rental operators to help take your property to the next level. Are you ready to profit from your short-term rental? Let's get started. Welcome to the Michigan Short-Term Rentals Podcast. My name is Tony Stancato here with my co-host, Jordan Painter. What's up, man? Living the good life. Boom, let's go. Just got off a awesome interview with Alex Shapiro of Can Monkey. Came on uh, at 6.30 in the morning, Arizona time. Not quite as nice as this winter-ish Monday morning for us, April 17th, and it's snowing. But what'd you think? Super interesting business concept. You know, I think it's always, it's always amazing to me to see how different people see issues, find issues and solve problems for people. And that's really what business is all about is you find a pain point and you offer a solution. And if you can offer a solution to that service at a reasonable price with great service, people will pay for it. And so as simple as as taking your trash can from your house to the road and back sounds crazy that people would pay for that. But then you look at the the people that they're serving, which he mentions here in the podcast, but you know, especially for vacation rental owners, it's a huge pain point for us trying to figure out who's who's taking it up there. And I mentioned in a recent episode, it's a pain point for the guests if you leave that up to them. What a pain that is to pay all that money and then to have to lug trash around. So really cool service, really cool niche. And it sounds like they've got a great strategy to continue to grow. So excited to see where his business takes them. Absolutely. And as soon as the interview was over, I actually reached out to him and he does have a code free 30 and you'll get your first month free. So like Jordan said, definitely a pain point that we've had. We just weren't smart enough to, you know, come up with a concept to scratch our own itch, you know? So we spend a lot of money just having cleaners go and and take it out and all that stuff. Alex offers a great affordable service that can definitely kind of solve this this problem. And it's not just taking it, you know, to and from the, the house, which is one big pain point. But then, you know, if you own a short-term rental, you'll never be surprised by how much trash people actually that they leave behind. So sometimes uh, you need some extra empties before the municipality actually takes it. So they definitely offer services for that and cleaning and all that. So we'll get into all that in the podcast. Let's jump into it. Alex, thanks for joining the pod. Thank you. It's nice to see you, Tony. Nice to meet you, Jordan. Glad to be here. What part of the country are you joining us from today? I'm in Mesa, Arizona, where I reside. 6.30 my time in the morning, but I love it. I have a, a full day of meetings and this is my first one. So you're setting me off on a, on a good tone. So something about the Mondays, but not for me. I love Mondays. So Boom, uh, love it. get up yeah. and get after it. I love it. Yep, Except it. for we just uh, had four or five Arizona type days, you know, and woke up this morning and got that Michigan snow. So this Monday morning, a little different, but hey, soon enough, summer will be here and we'll be rocking and rolling. So you'll be in that pool that I saw you post a picture of. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. As soon as we Not get it all cleaned out. Yeah. Uh, Based on what I could see uh, when we went through last weekend, it is not ready for for human (laughs) beings to jump in. (laughs) Hey, Alex, why don't you take a minute and tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your business and and how you got started in the industry? Absolutely. So um, I got into the real estate industry sector in 2010 after college. Right after college, I got into, uh, went to Florida, tried to get into life insurance. My uncle's a life insurance advisor. So I thought that was the way for me. But at 22, I realized none of my friends had money or really cared about life insurance. So that you know slowly kind of just killed my my eager to go after that and came back to Arizona. And at that time in 2010, we were kind of the the leading state for recovering after the the first recession. So in that time, there's a lot of REO real estate owned properties. REO agents were uh, working with these banks, and so I got a. In with a Fannie Mae Sam Bender doing contracting work for these REO agents. So from there, got into title and escrow. And then title and escrow was like my thing. And so I really like fixated on the investor world because that's kind of where I got into it. So unbeknownst to me, I'm in Scottsdale, Arizona, working where it's like the mecca of short-term rentals. And I'm also working with a bunch of investors that are converting some of the properties into short-term rentals because we're in the short-term rental mecca. So like it was just like a, a perfect like I couldn't even, you know, drawn it up this way. And my business partner, Mark, he actually started Cam Monkey with the thought process of just doing homeowners just in like his neighborhood. Not like a national thought process, but like, hey, if I can get a couple people around here and I can hire a kid to do it, then my can's not taken out. And that was like his thought process. And but he had owned some other businesses and did this business like you would if you went to business school, you know, spent the money on everything. Got a bought a car, wrapped it, got a really great website, got PR, was on the news, was on TV, like everything. And after the first year had less than 25 signups and was kind of just like, what is going on? Like, and you know, he invested a lot of money, was not getting the return. And he was one of my first mentors when I came back from uh, Florida, which is kind of funny how everything comes full circle. And he was just kind of shooting, you know, these ideas at me, like, would I want to invest with him in Cam Monkey? And I just shot it down. I was like, that's so stupid. Like, I don't want to do that. I don't know if I would even pay for that. But then what happens and what I'm now realizing happens with everyone is that it just starts that drip in your head. Like, oh, there is a service that can do that. Oh, interesting. Because at the time, this is like 2017, 2018, like, there was no companies doing really what we're doing now at not even at this scale or even a, little, a smaller scale. And that's not why I got into it. It was just really when I got into it is when I was like saw some of my investor clients were like, I would use that. I was just thinking, okay, well, if they're going to use it, then some other people will use it. And then I would just would be a investor in it while I grew my business in the Fortune 500 corporate America country or world. And pandemic happened. I lost my job. And I was like, no, I got the side thing going and I'm just going to go all in. And that was May 2020. And at that point, we probably had less than like 300, 400 properties at the time. And it realistically, having three kids at the time probably wasn't <laughs> the best idea. But I had made some you know, good decisions on some trades on stocks, which I think everyone at the time was. And I was like, you know what? I could last a couple of months. You know, like I have enough money in the bank to... Uh. So you start throwing these ideas out there and everything was shut down. And I could travel with my family and kind of grow Cam Monkey. So that's a long answer, but that's kind of how it started. I just got into the real estate industry 13 years ago, 
love it. I, I mean, I know you're in it in the capacity where you're, um, I don't think I'll always stay in it. I got my real, I got my wife. I didn't make my wife, but her, she got her real estate license. We're just like a real estate family, you know? So I'm glad I can still be in it as a vendor. That's awesome. Tell us exactly what your service is kind of your main offering. Yeah. Thank you. So our bread and butter is a can to curb service. It's they created the can to curb service for our company. So can monkey is the first trash to curb can to curb, where we essentially just take your trash and recycling cans to the curb day before pickup. The following day, once the city comes and empties out the cans, we come later and return them back to the original locations. We take timestamp pictures and we also have geolocations on our application just to kind of prove that our people are there. But anyways, we use technology to make sure that our can runners are making sure the cans are in the right location and where they're at. And then you have clients have proof of it. So we're like the Uber of trash cans right now is kind of how we're coining it a little bit. Go online, sign up and it's taken care of. Oh, that's awesome. Well, a couple things I can tell you. Lived across from Jordan here uh, before, and I used to be his can runner because uh, every Friday, I think it was, he'd be like, oh, my wife's going to kill me. I forgot to take it out again. So, you know, even on the residential side, you can see where it would be definitely something that a lot of people would be interested in. I mean, Jordan seemed like he's about batting 50%. And then I can also say just from a short-term rental perspective, our first encounter with the township was because we were actually not handling the trash appropriately. So we'd have a lot of checkouts on Sunday and then we would put the uh, trash out on Sunday, Monday, and then trash pickup was like Wednesday or Thursday. So you were only allowed a certain amount of time. And I'm sure that's like most municipalities, but we just thought we were in a, a smaller town. So maybe we could push the limits on what was possible, but got the letter stating not to do that anymore. So definitely a big need, especially it seems like short-term rental space was definitely the gasoline on the fire for your business. So you said when you first started, it was like, or when you jumped into it full-time, you had maybe 300 clients in total or 300 properties in total. What does it kind of look like now? And is it still located in just Arizona? I don't think so because I think we talked a little bit about some Michigan opportunities. So why don't you just kind of tell us a little bit about what that looks like now? When I first invested into it, we had, like I said, 24 properties. And then when I fully jumped in about a year later, we were around 350. And this was during the pandemic where we had lost some, but then we had gotten those right back. So I'll say around 350. And with 350 properties, we maybe had like 150. 25 clients at the time. Now we're in 15 states, over 75 cities, over 4,000 properties on subscription. And we have over 1,250 individual clients that pay us every month for our service. And so if a client has 100 properties with us, that's one individual client. So we have 1,250. So we've really gone from this like side hustle startup and we're still in the startup phase, but now we're turning into a business and then I want to go from business to company. And then it's just kind of having this own evolution of itself as of right now. That's awesome. You'd mentioned all the stuff that your business partner had done originally trying to market the business. Is there one thing that you can point to to say, this is is how we got from 300 to thousands? Yeah. And so the thing that he did was wrong. I think it was kind of... So how I always operate and is like revenue covers all sins. So if I can make money, then I can figure out that like, I'll figure out the back end. How he works is he needs everything to be up and running like the right way. 
and then he will try to. So I don't operate that way. Like I don't build a website, and like I'll I have revenue coming in. I don't even have a website yet. It's like so I just do the opposite of that. So he didn't see what I saw in the in a short like in a in another way to put it. So like in his way right now, if we did his marketing aspect right now, it would work because now we have we're bigger. Like at that time when you have no clients, if people are like, hey, I need you in South Haven, but you're only in New Buffalo. You can't go, it's not the same. You can't have one property in South Haven and have, you know, 25 properties in New Buffalo. So like his idea of like growing this was good, but like it, it didn't hit off like he thought. He thought hundreds were going to come in every day. He thought people were just going to understand the thought process of what this new service was. And so now like what the difference was, was being methodical. And, and really like when you try to sell everyone, you sell no one. And so when I just went after my one thing, which I learned from like the real estate world, like Gary Keller, your one thing was short-term rentals. 75% of our business is short-term rentals. The other 25% is homeowners, elderly, people who are, you know, can't walk, disabled, like whatever it is, or capable people that just like, you know what, I'll pay $49 a month because I'm Jordan and I forget half the time and I just want my wife to be happy. All this, you know, so like, whatever, you know, so... Everyone has their system or solution. It's just I found that Cam Monkey is the best at you know making sure your cans are always empty. Whether it's us taking the cans to the curb for you, or our on-demand trash removal that we have in every service that will also come and empty the cans for you if the city misses, or you have a checkout on Sunday with a new checkout in, and you're still a couple of days away, and you just don't want your new guest senior act. Like whatever the solution may be, we have an answer for you. But to answer your question, I, I talk a lot. To answer your question, though, I just knew exactly what I was going after. And he just was thinking everyone. He didn't really have an avatar of who he was going after. And it's not his fault. He started something that was completely new. Now, if we did that, I think it would work because we could now target a little bit differently. That's awesome. So you mentioned you guys are kind of like Uber of trash. Does that mean, is there like an app that one of the biggest problems that we have in our business is just the housekeepers, the people. How do you find people? How do they sign up to, to work for you? I say the Uber are trash and like, like Airbnb like owns no homes. Uber owns no cars. Like we own no cars and no homes as well. So what we do is we kind of function in like, we're as much as I'm in the short-term rental industry and that's what we're talking about right now. I'm also in the gig economy. So my can runners are important to me just as much as my subscribers are every month. The 4,000 properties I was talking about is great. That brings revenue in, but I wouldn't be able to service that if I didn't have my can runners. So can runners come from like the gig economy. They also come from like stay-at-home moms. They come from people who are students. They come from like, they're a, a, a mix of people. I have our, one of our best can runners is in Scottsdale, been with us for three years. She's a, in her like like 50s. She's a, a mom. Like she works at W2 that's still remote now. And she's like, Hey, I'm make, the money I make from Cam Monkey every month pays my HOA, my mortgage. And I get to still have my business calls on my phone because like she's remote and she loves it. And her kid goes to school. So she just drives from like 11 to two and then picks up her kid, keeps her everyone. I've heard so many different things. Our best can runner last year made $48,000, you know, running routes with us. So it's like not a full-time job. I don't say that. Like I try to sell people out of being a can runner. It's like, Hey, do you have two hours a day that you want to make maybe $20 an hour at? Yep. Okay, cool. Come work with us. Cause that's what we're doing. But what we also do is provide you consistency and persistency. So your trash day is the same every week, Jordan. So you have to go out the day before the day after I would take your property and all the other properties around you and then create a route every week being the same week. So we're like the modern day, like paper route, you know, so think of it like that. So I just build routes and then the more properties that come along, the more 
dense I get and the more dense I get, the more profitable I get and the more profit, you know? So it's like, but I just, that's kind of it in a nutshell. So they don't mind it because they're, they're looking for a gig. They're looking for something like this. They're already working for Uber or Uber Eats or Grubhub or Maybe they're over having people in their cars or they're over food in their cars or whatever the story is, but they like having this consistency two to three hours a day or the days that they're scheduled or they pick. And then we're on the app store and Google Play. So they download the app. They you know go right to their app. We send them their routes. They get paid three days a week. They like it. Yeah, that's awesome. So you mentioned like $20 an hour. Are they paid based on cans pulled essentially? a fee depending on which area they're in or is it like, hey, you, you just get a flat rate per, per can you, you pull? It's based off an algorithm and then now we are just making it like a flat rate because it's like in the algorithm. So it's kind of like our secret sauce, but it's like, yeah. for, for example, like say I have a route that can you know do 20 stops in, a, in an hour, say 20 stops an hour and say I pay the person a dollar a stop. I can say I pay you $20 an hour, right? Yeah. I can control the route and how long the route is. Like if I gave you 10 addresses and you put it in a map quest, it's going to tell you how long it takes to go to all of those. So if yep. I give you 20 stops and it takes you an hour to do those with a three minute, whatever. So now on my end, I reverse engineer. I go to my team, Hey, make me a bunch of routes that can get done in 20 stops an hour. I'm just throwing this as an example. Yeah. And like, for example, if I go to new Buffalo, <laughs> They don't have 20 stops an hour. I'm not making this, you know, so like I try to keep it in that range and that's where I try to build a route around. And it's like, goes back to like, can I build a route that can have 20 stops an hour? No, you can't build it in this market. Then I'm not going to go to that market. And that's just kind of like a, a, a quick, like how you probably look at properties that are, you know, wholesaling and you have your way of like running the numbers real fast. Like that's just my, my yeah. mind. Like, if I got like eight properties in Atlanta, Georgia today from someone, like, I'm like okay, I'll take those eight properties because I'm probably sure I can get another eight properties from someone else, another eight properties from someone else. I'm probably sure they're in the same area. And, and that's kind of how we've been able to grow is that people now hear about Cam Monkey and they're like, that's that service that can help me with this need. And now they reach out and they ask for help. And I have 20 other properties in that area. So I add their eight, there's you know 28 properties, route built. And it works. It's, that's how it's working. And you said that, let's say, I mean, again, short-term rentals. I mean, sometimes I'm just, my mind is blown by how much trash people can have in like a weekend stay. And like, right. they're totally, we have three cans and we're always looking at, oh, do we need another one? And yeah. we get there after one weekend and it's totally full. And now we're like, oh gosh, now we got to get these emptied. So you guys actually provide some of that as well. Yeah. So right now we're starting our like, so I, I make jokes that we were in the Flintstone stages and now we're going to the Jetson stages of our business. So with the app store, we're also now integrating with different PMS systems. So we're all have your scheduling already. And then now I'll, I'll know now if you opt into this, if you're a Camelke subscriber and you opt into this on your PMS system that we integrate with, I'll know that if you have a departure date and arrival date happening within 24 hours and it's like 72 hours away from the city coming, I can automatically schedule a pickup to where... Now you don't even have to let me know. I just now automatically know based off your scheduling and your uh, departure and arrival that I'll go right after basically your cleaners leave and pick up the trash and empty it all. And then now you just get a separate bill for that property. And you can now tell me like, Hey, Alex, I only want it for these properties because they sleep 12. Even though I already have three cans, I already know that they get filled. And I just, so it's not going to be for like every property, but it's going to be now like, I'm trying to make it even simpler for you. I'm trying to be like a, a 
a stakeholder in your business. And what I'm doing for your business is just handling the trash. So Jordan does his thing, you do your thing. And then Alex and Kemuk does their thing. And we're just like part of your business, but still like a third party. What areas in Michigan are you currently operating? Is it just New Buffalo or? We're in New Buffalo right now. We're about to start uh, routes in South Haven pretty soon. We have, I think we need a couple more properties. Detroit starting in the next probably two weeks. And as of right now, that's where we have enough to get started. We've had interest in other places, but not enough to look into like getting routes uh, completed. But we have like we have enough like getting can runners is never really. It's always like a song and dance. It's like you have enough can runners, but you don't have enough properties. Then you get enough properties, then you need more can runners, and then you and then like in Arizona, we have over twenty four hundred properties in Arizona alone. To where now it's just like. It's, that's where my thought process goes. If I can make a, like 10 other Arizonas, then like I'm set, you know? So it's like Arizona is perfect. And that's where I get the 20 stops an hour because they're, it's so condensed. Um, and that's why I can take risks and go in these other markets and start building because I know that I have the volume nationally. That's awesome. Have you looked at Traverse City at all? I'm sure you've heard yeah. of that. Yeah. Um, we made a bet internally. What are the biggest areas in Michigan for short-term rentals? And I was betting that South Haven was like number two behind Traverse City. And I think everybody else thought it was a little bit smaller, but based on what we looked at, I mean, South Haven definitely seemed to be number two. Traverse City did seem to, to be number one. So I'm sure it's on your radar and uh, something that you'll be pursuing and be in that area in no time. Yeah, people always ask you where the next market we're going to. And honestly, it's like the people will tell us, you know, it's like I have on my, like I have probably dozens of markets that I have properties in right now, like addresses waiting to go. And I can get a call from someone today that has 50 properties in a market that is not on my radar and I can get started within five days. So it's, it's like I, I don't choose the, you know, the markets will choose us. And then sometimes, well, might say no. Um, not everything is a yes, you know. So there's a lot of markets that we have, like I said, that we have a lot of interest in, but we don't have enough properties, and I don't want to go in and you know mess up anything. So I, now I know like where we need to be, what we need to have to get to an operational part. So what's your minimum? Fifty? Fifteen to twenty-five, to be honest, in a given route. So like I said, like if like if I can get fifteen properties that I can build a route around that are like an hour, an hour and a half, I'll do that. Even though I'm losing money on that, I'll do that knowing, like, having conversations with you guys. You're like, oh my gosh, Alex, there's probably hundreds in this market. Like, we know someone that has ten over here. We'll give them a call. Like, knowing conversations like that, I'm like, okay, I'll go in with fifteen. I'll get the route going. I'll pay the can runner. 20 to 25, 30 dollars an hour to get them excited about doing a really good job in the beginning and then build it up to where now that makes sense. Make that person like a market leader that, you know, can run and now have. So, like, we have our ways of doing it if it makes sense in a market that, like, I want to get in because I know that there's a, a longevity. Yeah. And is it, I mean, the way I'm thinking about it, so in one of the areas that we operate the most in, it's there's pickup on like Monday and I think there's pickup on Thursday. So you really need though 15 to 25 on the same day, technically, right? Or even if it's spread out across two different days, that's fine. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, that's where we're different. Like, it's really people like, why can't I just do this myself? Or why are you like, then it's like, look, anyone can do this. And everyone is doing it at some capacity. It's just like you just said, that's four times a week. That's 16 times a month. Someone has to go to that property and back 16 times a month. So for $49 for, you know, most cases, we're going to your property 16 times a month. Like 
how do you find someone to do that? You know? And honestly, it's like, yeah, there's 15 properties and we'll take care of everything else. That's why like I'm saying like we have the volume. So like anyone else getting into 15 properties in that market probably would be losing money on it or be charging a lot more. And that's what we're seeing. And people are now competing with Cam Monkey, which is awesome. I love being the second person. I love people saying like, oh, I already use a company like yours. What's different about you? Like, I love that because I've always come from them trying me out and being skeptical or waiting for me to fail or being like, this is stupid, like whatever it is. And I'm always like, so now to be this. So anyways, I now can like keep my same prices, the 49 and come in new markets where people are like, how are you keeping these prices or how are you doing these prices? Like, well, I built this around what I needed. My business partner needed like $49 a month came from what I needed. Anyone else has a $49 a month price. They're just copying what we're doing. Like, and then like, you're not gonna make any money on this because like this is based off what we did. If yeah. you're gonna, you get to do your own numbers for your own business. Like forty nine, we were, I didn't make any money for four years. Like if I was coming into this now as a business and copying the forty nine dollars a month and trying to like, there's no way. So it's like it's kind of funny that when I see like other people keeping this price, which is good, but it is hard. And you can, I mean, the neighbor next door might do it for ten dollars a week. That's still forty dollars a month. And at $40 a month, are you getting the on-demand trash removal? Are you getting can cleaning options? Are you getting pictures that are time-stamped? Are you getting your own dashboard on the app? Like, probably not. So yeah. now to compete with that, like if I, as long as I keep my prices where it's at, that's my moat. And as long as I keep doing a great job and making sure that we're persistent and consistent and the job is getting done and my clients are happy and they're spreading the word and the name, like I'm just going to keep growing. It's just going to take maybe a little bit longer than most. But at one point in time, you know, bottled water wasn't a thing. And, you know, I, I heard that from people. And I think that's crazy because I don't know anything but bottled water. But, you know, and at one point, it was probably really weird for someone to hire a pool guy and a landscaper, you know? So it's like, we're just a new vendor that now what I'm seeing is that when people add on new short-term rental properties and they go through their vendor list, they go through like, okay, I got to turn on electric, I got to turn on water, and I got to get Cam Monkey. We're just another vendor in that checklist of theirs going on to adding on a new property. And that's what we were going for. I love it. And, you know, 49 bucks seems like a, a really good price, to be honest, just kind of knowing what we pay cleaners to do it. And then we got to do the scheduling and all that stuff. So automated, taking care of the dashboard, all that stuff, well worth the $49. So I'm sure we'll be utilizing your services in the near future, right between New Buffalo and South Haven. There's a place called Stevensville, St. Joe, you know, so make that one of your next stops as well. You can help get the 15, I think. Yeah. So like, that's it. Like if you just even like just share it in like a Facebook group that you're in, or even like add me in the Facebook group, like I'll sell it. But like, it's really one of those things, like people are just looking for a service like this. And once they hear about it, it's just like, they sign up. It's kind of not, it's not crazy, but it's like crazy that like how many people we get that sign up and that we don't, not that we don't talk to, but they, they don't want to talk to us. They just want to sign up. They just want it done. You know, they don't want to talk to anyone. And like, here's the information. And they say, thank you. And it's like, it's really cool to be part of something where like, you're, you really are helping. Like we are helping people, like whether it is like elderly or whether it's like business owners like yourself, just knowing that like you taking things off your tasks, like you don't have to give the cleaners a schedule anymore. It's just done. And then now you're giving your cleaners and like, they're probably happy now that they don't have to deal with it. And then now you're giving them a solution that like, if there's any excess trash, they don't have to put it in their trunk. Like I hear horror stories from these cleaners. So we're, we're helping, you know, keep retention and, and, you know, help make, you know, more revenue in the back end because now they're going to be happy. You can now focus on your actual task and, you know, get on more properties. And when you get more properties, then you add on camel key in the back end. 
It really is a no-brainer. Is there anything that we didn't ask? No, I, I don't. I think, you know, for the most part, I think that if you need to know anything else, go to cammonkey.com. That's our website. There's a vacation rental side of it. There's a homeowner side of it. Both same service, but just kind of breaking up for, you know, just to show you what maybe your needs are. But, you know, I'm an open book too. Reach out for me on Facebook, Alexander Shapiro on, on Instagram. I'd love to answer any questions for anyone. You know, I even had people reach out and trying to start this business in other markets and ask, like, I'm an open book. Like, I, I don't share all my secrets, but like, I'll help someone. Cause like at the end of the day, like, you know, if I'm not in that market, but someone else is like, at least I can help them. You know, so anyone who's listening that, you know, is interested in whatever that I talked about today, please reach out. Yeah, you mentioned Facebook and Instagram, but you didn't mention LinkedIn, man, which is where we connected, you know? So That's we'll make true. sure we That's true. put that in the show notes too. Yeah, and LinkedIn, I'm actually, I'm, I'm trying to be more, I mean, I've been active on LinkedIn, but that was a, a mental you know, note that I had to do because I'm not a big social media person. I'm really a private person, to be honest. And so it's it's been, it's like a job, but I, I appreciate it because the more I do it, I get to meet people like yourself and then put myself out there. And LinkedIn is a great area for you know connecting, especially in the business world. Facebook is cool and Instagram is cool, but I really enjoy LinkedIn. So thank you for reminding me. Yeah, yeah. LinkedIn, Alexander Shapiro on there or K period Alexander. I have so many names. Yeah. Well, thanks again for coming on, and uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll stay in connected on LinkedIn, and look forward to following the journey and signing up at some point in the near future. Awesome. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Jordan. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll nice to meet you. Yeah. Hopefully, see you guys soon at one of these conferences. Sounds good. All right. See you guys. Thanks for checking out today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. And if you get a chance, please go over to your podcast player of choice. Leave us a review. We appreciate those that have already taken the time to do so. It just helps us get discovered by more people in that platform. And if you're not on the email list yet, go over to michigan.shorttermrentals.com. Get on the email list. You're going to see it right there on the homepage. And you're going to get four very valuable emails. One's going to be a list of 650 zip codes where we've already analyzed a address and have projected revenue for that address. So you can kind of filter those and see which one is has the best projections out of those 650 zip codes. And then you're going to get a furnishing calculator. So you'll get a number for how much does it cost to furnish a four bed, two bath with a hot tub and a ping pong table. And you can use that to really project out your return on investment there. And then also a property grading tool. So you're going to be able to plug in some information like yard size, number of neighbors, amenities, the cost of the property and the projected revenue. And it's going to kick you out a letter grade. So our properties are letter grade B. So if it's B or an A, it could be a good good property to pick up. If it's less than that, you might really want to think about, is it going to be a good property? And make sure you connect with Jordan Painter and Tony Stancato on LinkedIn. Send us a connection request there and we'll make sure we accept it. And we'll talk to you later.